HTWR Nation, this is Hog Farmer Chris. And if you'd like to help support the fight against pediatric cancer, visit www.hogfarmerscharity.org. What is up? And welcome back to the HT We Are podcast. And this is a bonus, 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 bonus episode. We wanted to bring you this episode specifically because there's some really, really neat things going on right now with our Washington football family. That's right. That's what I said. I said family. If there's one thing that we're about on this podcast, it's about the community. We said that from the jump. That's why we started HT We Are. It's in the name. HT We Are. And what we are right now is elated. We said it in our last episode, but we just want to shout it from the rooftops. Ron Rivera beat cancer. We'll say it one more time. Ron Rivera beat cancer. He kicked that ass. He kicked that ass. He did. Yes. All the outpouring of support for Ron within Washington football Twitter, within the Washington football community which he deserves 100%. He deserves all of it and then twice as much. And you know, Maddie Jane, the sense of community and the camaraderie within this fan base, I really don't feel like has ever been stronger, has ever been better. So who better to bring on and talk about coach and talk about this football team, talk about, we got to talk about some stuff going on right now. We need to address uh, where this team is at. We're, we're going to do all of that. But who better to talk about all of this stuff than the ultimate, I'm going to say ultimate troll, Keith. He a troll, yes, but he's also a real one. He is. Keith Loki the best. He is. Keith's a man. He's also kind of our insider a little bit. We need to talk about that. <laughs> call, right. call. I'm, call. I'm calling him in. Call, let's call him in. Come on. Let's we gotta call get Keith. Right. Call, 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 Keith. Call, call, call. I think we've established that caca, caca don't work. Right. Sorry. Keith, you there? We're only a few weeks into our off season and it's already nuts, bro. Yeah. <laughs> What's been going on with quarterback? Everyone was clamoring for Matt Stafford and now Matt Stafford's going to LA and we're wondering what we're gonna do about quarterback. Where do you fall in all of this? Well, for the sake of trolling, this is like my, my favorite season of the year. It's trolling season. It's trolling season. Well, you know, the thing is, the, the fun part about this is people don't know if I'm serious. This is definitely a fun time of year for me. As far as where we go, I don't know. One thing I've learned with uh, some of the stuff that I do in the off season, especially big potential stories, is stay away from the quarterbacks because there's a lot. As far as uh, answering your question, I mean, do you, you're wanting to know my prediction of what's going to happen in the end? I want to know who you want. Who do you want and who do you think? <laughs> who do I want? Yeah, I would take Deshaun Watson. We'd all be crazy to, you know, say no to that. But what I think's going to happen is uh, we're going to sign Alex's good leg. You got new legs. New legs. <laughs> and we're. He's going to be the backup. Magic legs. 
Heineke is going to be third. No, all jokes aside, from what I've been hearing, Washington is pretty aggressive. And as you can see with all the Stafford situations that were going on, they're in what it seems to be win now is the impression. Um, I think a lot of it has to do because of where these guys' contracts stand. We know that we're not going to keep the same caliber of teams. So I think they want to take advantage of what we have currently built and try to bring in that veteran QB. A word around the streets, which I, I mean, they're looking for someone with an arm and that can run. If you kind of put that two and two together, who does it give you? Right. But where I think we end up with, honestly, I, Mariota type, Terry Bridgewater, like, Boo, you stink! That tier of a QB is a possibility. I'm not saying that's gonna happen. You ain't winning I, a championship with that though. That's yeah, my thing. What's the point of going from middling QB to slightly above middling QB if it's been proven time and again, it's not going to get you there? I mean, I think that right now they are going to swing for the fences. Again, even if they I went for address Watson. This. Sorry to cut you off, Keith, but I got to address mm -hmm. this right now. This cousin's back to DC trash. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is like next level. That is beyond like even you who is like you were like the Pied Piper of the trolls. Okay, oh, yeah. not I won't make this man. We all know how Keith feels about Kirk Cousins. Do not make this man have to talk about Kirk Cousins. I'm just Get saying. That. Get that fake ass guy out of here. <laughs> not I'll... even interested. Yo, I'll... I got a Kirk Cousins jersey in the closet. Yeah. All of you guys did because, and see, that's the problem with Redskins slash Washington Football Nation. We're so willing to just set the bar so high for a low-hanging fruit, and the minute like there we sniff success out of it, everyone's like, "Oh my God, he's our franchise. He's the guy. I'm so glad we drafted him over RG3." Shut the f up. They both won the same thing. Nothing. It's true. I, I didn't buy- yeah, I love RG3. I didn't buy a Kirk Cousins jersey. I did buy his cheap little wristbands that had his like sayings on him. The Kirk Cousins jersey was a gift. Well, there you go. I asked, asked for it. Well, I asked for it after that Sunday night game that he played asked. so well in against Green Bay. Y'all remember yeah. that? It was like his shining <laughs> moment. Like, whoa. And when he did that, I thought to myself, okay, maybe this is the dude. And he listen, I can not. I, listen, at, you know, at first I definitely didn't give the guy a fair shot because, you know, I was a little of a RG3, as everyone knows. I mean, really, that's honestly, the RG3 is how I even built my damn Twitter, to be honest with you. You know, I had to remain loyal because, uh, you know, they took my guy out and, you know, they put that guy in. And yeah, that guy was sniffing some success for, you know, a little bit. Just through time, there was just something about him that just didn't sit right. So it started with my biased troll behavior. And then after a while, I was just like, no, this guy is terrible. Like, I just, no, he's not worth the money. And then just going through that whole process and watching everybody just, you know, just slurp the guy just really bothered me. It really did. But again, I kind of look back now at it and I'm like, man, I don't blame him to be honest, you know, because it's like, not that I'm saying like, oh, Keith told you so, I'm, I know, I'm gifted at knowing quarterbacks. I don't know half the time, but we just for years have been snipping low hanging fruit and setting, you know, the bars high. And I think that that's where, you know, you have your Heineke guys this year. It's like kind of like the same thing. Like we're just, the minute we can kind of sniff some kind of success, we want to keep rolling with it, but no. It's well, like that old bit that Eddie Murphy used to say, you starving and someone gives you a cracker, it's going to be the best damn cracker you ever had. Yeah. You're the best damn cracker ever been on this show, Keith. 
Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> listen, listen. As much as I hate to, to cut the Kirk talk, I think we need to talk about something that's even bigger than Kirk Cousins will ever be. And Keith, that's the fact that another huge thing happened in this offseason. The Chirp Chirp is gone. We're on top is down. So what's that about? What's happening? So, need to know. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> so the chirp chirp. I, uh, the little birdie told me that was the beginning of this. And then after knowing that Matt Stafford, big news, and what I saw that was coming through my way of, I guess, information, as you want to say, I'm like, I got to step the chirp chirp up. Plus, I had been telling people for a while the chirp was dead, which honestly it was because I wasn't going to play this game this year. Uh, I was going to kind of just sit back and not get involved and, you know, try to be that guy to let every sit back and enjoy it, right? Enjoy watching. But, you know, Stafford is your biggest news to start off. Next thing you know, all this stuff starts rolling in and I'm like, you know, this is a caca. I'm coming back, baby. I'm coming back. And then, honestly, that same night, I had been tweeting some things that apparently I shouldn't. So I was then told, you need to put your bird back on the perch. It's one of those things where you got to roll with the punches, you know? And uh, again, I want to reiterate though to everyone, this is all like started out as, as fun. I don't claim to be an insider. I can tell you uh, a couple, two years ago, I died on the Mohammed Sanu Hill. Man, the, uh, just, I died on that hill. I stuck with it until it went. And then the same thing happened with the Trent news. I was dying on that hill alone too, because uh, you do get conflicting you know, stories and you kind of just have to roll with who you think is more credible that's you know telling you these things and listen i know why they're doing it you know because like i said they they know that we're going to put it out there and create buzz and then they're going to write stories from it it's just the way the game that works but i want to reiterate the caca is a thing but i'm just a guy on the couch so listen i'm no one special you take what i say and you just you know you either roll your eyes or you just kind of keep it moving until something does happen but i will say I was accurate when I said that Stafford was in play. Well, you are our greatest Washington football team insider, Keith, even though you don't consider yourself an insider. <laughs> but speaking of Washington football team, listen, we're not gonna we're not gonna run the name game into the ground, okay? But there is something we want to talk about that I know Freddie has some thoughts on. So I, I want to get uh, and that is a little bit more specifically. We want to talk a little bit about divisional gear in general but that also can tie into the fact that our division here i don't well, know you're bringing this up to... mads because we yeah. had this yeah i don't know which direction we want to go in first do we want to talk about how horrible well we well first the thing yeah. we got to address is that horrible 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 divisional shirt that <laughs> keith got freddie don't do it you don't have to do it we're, we're we're picking positivity okay yeah i'll keep this one short go ahead i deserve this i deserve this you know as we all know keith refused to get any and still continues to refuse to get any washington gear we had you on earlier in, in the year and you discussed your stance on the name and all of that and and i first of all gotta give you props for coming on and doing that respect for that and a lot of your sentiments i share them maddie jane shares them a lot of the fan base does it's very 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 nuanced we all get really really passionate but it's not black and white there, there's a lot to right. it some people checked out a lot of people said they were gonna check out but they really didn't y'all bunch of liars 
Right. But hey, it, it is what it is. But and I didn't want to give you too much crap about the t-shirt thing, Keith, but I had to, man, because it, for, for real, it, it, it looked like somebody, like someone took some Elmer's school glue and oh. took the lettering on it and just glued the bitch on there. And that was a yeah. divisional championship, quote, redskin shirt that KG Skins Keith got. You know me, I'm refusing to put on that WFT gear. So I saw it online and said, how perfect. I didn't really care about the quality. Was hoping it'd be a little better. Yeah, I paid $30 for that. And listen, bless the people's hearts that made it. It is what it is. At the end of the day, it was just $30. But again, I'll go that route so I don't have to wear Washington football team gear. I respect that. I respect that. Now, again, I don't know. Now, again, Freddie, do you... Because I know, like I said, I know you feel a certain way about just divisional gear in general. I do just want to put it out there first, though. Um, specifically, this year's gear. Because I don't think in all years, and I haven't bought it. Like, I did, I bought a hat this year just because I was like, for me, I was like, you know, I just want to remember this year. Because with Ron, like, I love Ron. Like, there were a lot of parts of this year, Chase, Bright Spots. And I'm this like, year was special to you. Like, it was I special to all of us. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I, I haven't worn the hat yet, but I wanted it for that reason. I don't really... But in past years, like, it hasn't been bad. It's been fine. Like, it's been good. Well, we haven't had it for a bit. But, you know, first of all, and I think everybody's the gray hat with, like, the mesh back or something looking like a trucker yeah. hat type of deal. I'm not even hating on trucker hats, but, like, it was awful. It's so bad. It's so, so bad. The one not done. I don't, the, the shirt, I thought that shirt was kind of cool. Like, but just the concept of one not done. There was another one, and I just thought it was weird. I can't remember. It was, like, something about, like, how Washington is, like, tough and they're tough to but i was like we literally it just it was crappy because you know the philly game so everybody's like oh they gave up and that's how you won and then it's like can't get past washington it was something like that and i was like well well also we were seven nine hey, but hey, hey, we broke the steelers yes we okay. broke it did the steelers i'm sorry i broke it did your toy okay well either way the gear is just rough like the gear is rough yeah gear wasn't low-key trash gear was high-key trash this year right. It, it absolutely yes. was. But in general, you've talked about it, but you haven't told me. I want to know why you have such a... You don't feel divisional gear. Okay, I'll tell you why I don't feel the divisional gear. I've never bought divisional gear. I mean, which is convenient for us because we don't win our division, right? <laughs> but if we keep doing what I think we're going to do and win some divisions the next few years, it'd be great if we could win it back to back because that's not something any of the NFC East does. I haven't been down with the divisional gear for this reason. Getting into the playoffs, yes, that's an accomplishment. It's a great thing. Winning your division, that's all well and good. But if you don't get to the Super Bowl, if you don't win a championship, who really cares? cares if you're champions of the division. I kind of look at it like this. I look at divisional championship gear for fans the same way that I feel like most players look at AFC or NFC championship rings when they don't win the Super Bowl. They call it the loser's ring. Most players and coaches don't wear them. Joe Theismann wears his. Joe Theismann wears his 1983 NFC championship ring. It's right after they got absolutely spanked by Marcus Allen and the Raiders. Okay. He wouldn't be wearing that ring, though, if they won the Super Bowl. That's true. If he won the Super Bowl, that ring would stay in its box because it doesn't mean anything. And especially right. this year with that shirt that you mentioned, that one not done. Well, we were done. Yeah, we won and then we were done. And everybody else who gets eliminated, who gets eliminated in this playoff tournament, they are all done. What is the difference? between divisional championship t-shirts 
and Super Bowl champion shirts that never get worn. They stay in the boxes, you know, the, the, the shirts that stay in the boxes on the losing sideline of the Super Bowl and all those shirts get sent over to third world countries. It's the same thing to me, which is why I will never buy divisional championship gear. Because if we win the division and we're good enough to make a run in the playoffs, if we got to the conference championship round and we win the conference championship and we're NFC conference champions, well, that means we go to the Super Bowl. So if we win the Super Bowl, yeah, I'm going to buy that Super Bowl shirt. But if we lose the Super Bowl, I'm not going to want that NFC conference championship shirt to remind me that we lost the Super Bowl. So no. Everyone who gets a division championship shirt, if your team doesn't win the Super Bowl that year, that's just a reminder that you were not champions at the end. Of the year. And if we're not champions, what's the difference if we won the division or not? We don't put at that point, just put out a T-shirt for every single team who plays the season and just put their record on the shirt. I look at it kind of like a participation trophy. So you just said what I was going to say. That's 100% correct. It's basically an accolade participation trophy that's going to get hung in the closet. And then you're going to feel silly as wearing it the next year when this year's done. Like, no one cares about this year anymore, you know? What's going to so, happen when you're wearing your division championship shirt and you run into someone on the street after the Super Bowl this weekend and they're wearing a Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl champion shirt and they walk up right. to you, get up in your grill and say, Hail to the Chiefs! Yep, yep want to be talking about how racist we are meanwhile they're doing the damn tomahawk chop yeah nobody better do social distancing okay (laughs) away from me regardless yeah no i i'm definitely in agreement with you at the the end of the day i look at it like whoever was behind the the design team on those i feel like dropped the ball i mean again you know i'm not gonna buy a uh, one not done and then go and lose and then be one and done you know or wear and be like Someone's like, oh, you guys were one and done. Yeah, you always got to hear those people, especially where I live, too, because I'm near Philly, so I get all the Eagles fans here. Anytime I'm wearing gear out there, you know, they got something to say. Oh, Maddie Jane, I just got a text from Josh Taylor, our fearless leader of, of the Capital Network and founder of the Burgundy Network pod, who's been on location at the Reese's Senior Bowl. Josh doing great things, uh, but he texted. He's got something very important that he needs to say. He says, tell Maddie Jane, I said, what up? Oh, Oh, he's got a message for you too, Keith. All right. He says, tell Keith, I can't wait to see his new hat on his big dome. (laughs) Everybody comes for Keith, man. They do. You want to raise some money, just make it like if it reaches a certain point, then you'll put on that hat. And speaking of raising raising money, yeah, Keith, you know, you're raising money right now for a really, really good cause, something super, super cool that um, we've already become involved with. A lot of other people on Washington Twitter are involved with. I mean, and everybody, not just, I mean, content creators, just anybody who's a fan of the team is involved with and it's really really cool and um as we all know coach rivera is now cancer free yeah. coach kick cancer's ass and how did you come up with the idea to um to give this gift to coach rivera uh, on behalf of his washington football family <clears throat> losing my dad you know back in 2007 to you know pancreatic cancer um has always been huge to me so 
you know, I haven't really been able to give back. So I started thinking about how can I get something going for the fan base? I don't want to say I'm working for the fan base or anything like that, but to make a move for the fan base, to make us feel a part of something, because, you know, obviously we're all pretty excited that this man, you know, uh, definitely kicked cancer's ass. So I just kind of sat there and thought, what's the best way to do this? And from there, I threw it out you know, like, hey, look, we've all kind of been in a group, and I know not all of us have crossed paths, but we've all been in this group discussing this team for several years. Let's band together and let's see what we can do here. And I, I've seen it work in the past that I've done, you know, with the fan base, and I know how the fan base is just so loyal to this team. And so if I could find a way to make people feel that if we do something like this and then can get Jason to actually present it to where it feels more personable to all of us. Let's see, let's put it out there. So when I put it out there, everybody was, there was like a lot of folks that were overwhelmed and excited about this. And my idea when I put it out there, believe it or not, was just the boxing glove, the glass case. You yeah, know, explain and... that real quick, the actual gift itself, in case there's anybody that, that doesn't know what it actually is, what, what you're giving, and, and how you came up with specifically this gift idea. What we're doing is we wanted to give Coach a pair of boxing gloves, basically saying, yep, knocking out cancer. And, you know, not only give boxing gloves, but kind of put it in a nice case to, you know, display. I mean, we're hoping, you know, he would want to, you know, display this in his office. I wanted this to look as professional as possible. And we all know, you know, Paul Nichols as our artist, you know, we all, you know, envy his work. And so I came up with the idea, like, let me reach out to him and let me see if, you know, he would have some interest in doing this. And I put it out there. What do you guys think about putting it out to Ron's charity foundation? And so after that, I did some research, found out that he supports a couple of charities. He's pretty heavy into them. I put it out there and folks were like, absolutely, let's do it that way. Because there is, as I'm finding out, a large number of people that support this idea, this gift. It's so amazing and I love that, being able to have that. And that's what's so great, I feel like, about the direction this team is headed in with guys like Jason, who we have access to to some degree. Like he's here and he's listening, yeah. watching. And the same with Rivera and so many people in the organization, but I think it's such a cool thing because not only is it like, you know, obviously going to benefit this charity and it's gonna be something that I think is gonna bring a lot of joy to, to coach and I think that's that's so warranted not only because of the fight but i i think we can all say that like even though it's only been his first season and all this stuff i think he's brought a lot of hope to all of us and he's he's been such a great man of character somebody that any of us any fan would be able to say like i'm proud that this guy is my coach i'm so proud and then on top of that before the cancer thing once we saw him battle through this and not pretty much miss a step i mean he was there he was involved he didn't let this thing take over i mean he really did like he really did fight this thing harder than i've i've seen many people fight it and so i just think it's such a cool idea that a man that i think we all now respect so much and look up to like being able to do something for him and um again for even something even bigger than him that this charity is just such a cool thing and and it's just another testament to as much as we joke and like keith that you're like the troll of redskins or tro whoa man you're on the show i haven't done this ever i've never you're that's on the, the first time keith that maddie has messed up and oh. said redskins all that season you did it hey look at that but like but honestly though like this community is so cool and we've seen it in so many different ways but 
the fact that this community is coming together and doing this, just such a cool thing. But but for sure, can you let us know, for anybody that doesn't know, I'm sure a lot of people already know where this is, where they can find it, but just let everybody know where they can find, if they want to, if they want a gift, where they can do that. Sure, definitely appreciate that. So this one's a little strange for the folks that don't know me. I could have went the GoFundMe route, but I chose not to because I didn't feel that 1.9% needed to be taken. From what we are trying to do as an entire Washington football team slash Redskins nation. Family. Um, family, there you go. I'll take family. We felt that the best way to go about this is, is to the people who don't know me, everything is going to either Venmo, PayPal. I did set up a Zelle, which actually is linked to a bank, bank account of mine and cash out those four right there is you know really the options so you can go on to my uh pin tweet on my profile um that's there uh, my at handle is at kgskins26 you can just go there and like i said if you have any other question don't hesitate to dm because i have made sure since you know i understand that i'm holding a lot of people's money i want to make sure that i'm transparent with everyone i've been posting screenshots of the totals the times of the screenshots, you know, so that way people can just really see with this whole project, I want to make sure that, you know, people understand where we're at, what we're doing and understand that this is not a gift coming from me whatsoever. This is a gift coming for us. This was the whole idea. And that's also how it's going to get presented to Ron Rivera from Jason. And when I spoke to Jason, I was very clear, listen, there's no singled out. I want no at handle, no names, no nothing. This is Washington football team, Twitter family. This is all of us. And I want to make sure that it gets presented that way. While I do have the floor, I do want to say that I kind of want to tone it down a little bit for a little while. I'm not going to stop people from donating, but I want people to also know that the hog farmers are presenting a charity thing going on where they're asking for donations. If you head to their website and Freddie, I know you can provide the details on that, but I want people to also realize how important that charity is as well. You know, pediatric cancer is just awful. So I don't want to compete with that. So this month, for the first couple of weeks, I want to shut up about what we have going on. That way we can refocus on something else that's also important as well. Yeah, we've always championed the hog farmers. They're friends of the podcast. I mean, and really, you know, I, no, they're not friends. They're family. Just like all of us, we are a family. And, and I love that you word it that way, that this gift, this symbol of, of strength for coach is coming from his family, really what we are. I think it's a great thing that we're showing the whole organization and Jason, our team president, that we really are a family. We disagree at times. We bicker amongst ourselves. We have some crazy uncles. I know. And I knew that I could make this happen, you know, and not to cut you off, but I wanted to throw it out there too. The charity that we chose was Ron's pancreatic cancer charity called pancam.org. The reason why uh, he was involved with that was because he did lose his brother to pancreatic cancer. You know, I lost my dad to pancreatic cancer. So we're going to uh, write that check to pancam.org uh, once it's all said and done under Ron's name. I think all charities is, is whatever we can do is, is a good thing. That expression that we like to use, football is family, and that's what we're all about. When we say this is what we do and this is who we are, this is exactly the type of thing that we're talking about. That's what we are. We're the Washington football team family, man. And, and anytime there's something in need or a charity, someone that believes in something, we all, you know, even though we call each other morons, man, the next day we're out here trying to help each other and give our shirts off our backs. And that's why I still stay, you know, that's why I stay around and I talk to people that I don't know because... These are the kinds of things that can happen when, even when you don't know people. 
You know, it's it's great stuff. And and again, Keith, I know like it's so fun because your Twitter is so fun and the trolling and everything, like however you want to say it, it's great stuff and it's great content. But it is so great to just sit and listen. Again, you don't want to be recognized. And I think that's even more selfless. And, you know, you have really spearheaded this thing and you're not looking for the recognition. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to speak for Freddie, too. I just so appreciate what you're doing here and, and just you being vulnerable, even in talking about your dad. And stuff. I mean, I think it's an impactful story. And again, I just appreciate what you do because a lot of people will only want to see you as that guy that always oh, just always. There's so much more to it. And I appreciate who you are and everything that you're doing within this family. And I just want you to know, I don't it doesn't go unnoticed. Like it is amazing what you're doing and what you've been able to do just by like bringing up something. And then it's, it's becomes this thing. So I just want to say thank you from us for everything that you are pushing it. And this wouldn't have happened without you. And I know, like I said, I know it's going to bring coach so much joy. It's going to be such a big thing. It's going to help uh, pan camp as you were saying, like just so many good things out of it. So uh, thank you for everything you do for real. Like it's, it's so cool. And it's, it's an honor to have you on to be able to talk about this stuff and um, talk about all the, the great things that are happening in this family. <laughs> Yeah, I, I super appreciate that. I really do. Um, and, and I think as people get to know me, they'll, they really know, you know, what I'm all about. Um, at the end of the day, though, and again, it, this couldn't have happened if it wasn't for, for you guys, for everyone else who believed into my idea, you know, and said, you know, look, this, this is going to happen, you know, and I knew the steps that I needed to take to try to make it happen so everybody can everyone shares a story and i'm sure that there's a lot of folks that look at ron rivera and they can they can you know they've been through stuff like that before you know so they relate and um i'm just glad that i could coordinate this process but it was super cool to get every you know folks involved that wanted to be involved and it was super cool that people have trusted me um, you know, to, to coordinate this process. And it has been super cool to absolutely see the amount of people, um, you know, making this happen. So I'm a coordinator. I'm nothing unless I have people who believe into what we're doing. And uh, I, I couldn't be more excited about it. Keith, one final question before we let you go. We've been talking about this. We've hit on a bunch of different themes this year. From the front office standpoint, it was hope. From the on-field standpoint, it was team. It was brotherhood. For all of us, for the community, all year has been family. But this offseason, it's really, really shown to be true. Has the outpouring of support and even just all of us on Twitter, the podcast, everyone, have you ever felt this level of camaraderie amongst fans during your time? Not since 2012. 2012 was crazy. I was actually moving from Florida to New Jersey at the time. So I actually had the ability to head to FedEx for the first time in I don't know how many years to where I was you know, able to see RG3 get drafted. I mean, we all know the hype behind you know that situation. So there was some definite you know camaraderie when I went to FedEx. I mean, everybody was chanting the guy's name. I think all of us see an upside here um, and we just were excited. And that's why I love off season so much. Uh, smoke screen season is what I call it because we'll talk about Deshaun Watson until our face falls off, you know, but it's just because we want to see our team get to that next step. So hell yeah, a lot of camaraderie. And honestly, the camaraderie has shut me up as a troll. Camaraderie is what we're all about. We're about family, man. That's why, what do we always say, Maddie Jane? We hail together. It's what we do. It's who we are. HT, we are. Peace.
What is up, everybody? This is Josh Taylor of the Bird Network Podcast and the Capital Network. It is vital to stay informed this offseason, and the best way to do that is to stay plugged into the Capital Network. The official website is launching soon, so get ready by following the network on Twitter at the Capital WFT and all the members listed in the bio who are some of the top content creators from a fan base perspective in the Washington football team community. And of course, our favorite podcast, HT We Are, hosted by Freddie and Maddie Jane, who always keep it real as fans and are actually doing an awesome campaign with shirts to help rep the pod and benefit the Hog Farmers Foundation. So get your shirts, plug into the network, and stay informed as we head towards a crazy offseason as Washington fans.